Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Take Hot Box. Joining you here on this Memorial Day weekend, a rather slow combat sports mixed martial arts weekend here worldwide, international, this sport is. I'm here with Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling on this uh, glorious day? How is it How is it in the Pete? It's pretty calm. Calm before the storm. There's always uh, there's always something going on around 7 p.m., so <clears throat> nothing going on yet. You know, we'll get there. Keeping it calm. Uh, we got one fight this weekend. We got Tank Davis fighting a uh, Roly Raleigh uh, this weekend, and that, that's pretty much it. Uh, also, like our that. man uh, Pudzinski is fighting this weekend, so we have to keep that in mind. Uh, who t- who says he eats twenty pounds of chocolate each week and, and his body just stays like that? So that there has to be some sort of performance enhancer involved in that. So we will we will get into all that. We'll do some news and notes that we saved for this week since we knew it was going to be a little bit uh, slow um, with the picks and predictions and whatnot. So let's get into it. We got this from this past weekend: Holly Holm, Ketlin Vieira. I don't think we did that bad on the picks uh, wise. We did we hit a couple props and stuff like that. We did we. We did pretty good. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Joseph Holmes subbing uh, Amandowski, which was like, we'll get into yeah, all that. That was in a minute. He made, I mean, Amandowski, we were, we talked about how cooked he is, but that guy is cooked, cooked. But we'll, we'll go there. Uh, we'll do all of it. So let's start at the top. Ketlin Vieira, Holly Holmes, split decision down the middle, 47-48. Uh, Vieira's corner was telling her that she was down 3-1 going into the fifth round. Uh, you know, guys like Ariel Hawani and, and people of that uh, ilk use this as a jumping point to yell about open scoring and whatnot, which I think at some point you'll have to get to when shit like this continues to happen. But uh, and also, I guess the the other response would be to uh, just have better judges or something. But also, like I think I don't think that this like we kind of talked about before. Like you thought Vieira won, I, I kind of thought Home won, but I don't necessarily like. I unnecessarily thought like wow I didn't scream like wow she got robbed like it was like you, you I don't ever scream robbery when you kind of just let let the you know like you're you're cool with the way things are like you're like oh I have this in the bag like you can never fight like that at the end of a fight and it felt like Holm was getting hit with a lot of heavy shots too throughout the, throughout the whole five rounds she did a lot of like leaning her up against the fence and controlling her I guess but I don't know if that was necessarily enough to win. Uh, it's just unfortunate because it seems like every time I wager some of my own hard-earned money on a fighter who uh, gets leaned up against the fence, no damage done, and they just get controlled, I always lose that fight. But now when I do it and Holm does the same thing to Vieira, I get absolutely screwed on a split decision. And it happens twice in the same card. So I'll uh, pass it over to you. How, 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 what did you make of it? I mean, it was a boring fight. Let's just say that for off the off the jump. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was a great fight, but um, I guess I was in the minority of people who thought uh, Vieira won. And it really comes down, I guess, to the third round because she won the second. I thought she won the fourth. I thought Holly won the fifth and the first. <clears throat> And the third, I thought, I thought Kellen won. She landed the better strikes. She did the more damage. She almost had Holly out of there in the second. She hurt her at the very end of the third. 
Um, and I thought she did enough to win the fourth. I know, right? So looking at the, the strikes by round, it looks like the biggest discrepancy is the fourth, Holly 37 to 23. But uh, she threw more, if I remember correctly, they were mostly light kicks. That I mean, <clears throat> most of the fight, the, the strikes uh, she was landing were light kicks. That's yeah, you know, that's it. Um, not that not to say that they weren't doing anything, but Kelly Vieira was was hitting her from distance and in the in just stand up with her hands easily. I just went back and watched the fight, and DT in the third round says, "I don't know why people attack Holly Holm with the hands as she's getting absolutely you know outclassed with the hands. Like she wasn't doing anything. That whole blitzing." into the pocket and throwing like, you know, three crazy punches with your head down and yelling and the whole time. Yeah. And screaming and then finishing off with a leg. It's cool when you end it with a leg kick, but you don't do anything before that. And she didn't do anything to Kelly. I mean, you know, she got some shoulder, but this whole thing about control is what did she do with it? Nothing she against her. If, if there was any other referee in there, they probably separate them multiple times. Um, who was the ref for this fight? Was it Tanyoni or, I honestly do not remember. I was so mentally checked out by this time that I was just like, All right, it was, like um, let's just get it was this Herzog. Right. Yeah, of course. Herzog just stands there like like he's a fan watching Jesus. the fight. Uh, people say, um, you know you know what we might have to do? We've got to do uh, update our top five referee list again. Dude, 100%. I was thinking that the other day. <laughs> but how are we going to find top, like, a, a top? We should do a bottom five. We yeah. should do a bottom five. And keep Yamasaki's on my top five. What about his uh, Twitter account? Actually, that's not his. The fake one's very funny. The fake one is very funny. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought Ketlin did enough. I thought she won the second, third, and fourth. Uh, you know, people are calling it a robbery. I, I think that's hilarious. I, I truly, you know, at forty, uh, Holly looked bad. I've heard Dean Thomas looks old, which I never heard anybody really talk about a fighter while they're like doing the fight. Um, but he was right. She looks old, and it's, she is old. Like, and she's talking about wanting to box. Um, uh, Katie Taylor, she would get fucking shelled. Oh my god! Like first round death. <laughs> you can't even box Kent Lavier, bro. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, yeah. I, listen, this fight was not good for. I mean, Holly is always. She's like gonna be in every fight because that's just how she she is. She's in great shape. And she's got good wrestling defense, and like she's got all the different skills. But you can, yeah, like. You can just tell she's just starting to slow down. Like her, her, and especially her, like hands are not nearly as crisp and quick, and just like, just they've kind of lost their luster, right? Like even the kickboxing is not really like that. Like the accuracy, like everything. I don't know. Like you said, just it's a lot of blitzing in, no defense, no head movement, and just kind of taking shots to give one, which doesn't really matter when you're kind of throwing pillows back uh, the other way you know so it's yeah. yeah i mean like i said i didn't scream robbery it's just a very frustrating when you lose fights like this all the time and then you're like all right fine like i finally am on the right side of one of these like snooze i, fests. I probably would have been pissed i would have been pissed i didn't bet on her like to, to the point where i wanted to i pretty much um put that on cheaty so thank god yeah, yeah i probably would have been very pissed but honestly i would be more pissed at her for just laying on her and doing nothing and then you know, uh, just pulling stunts. Just knew it was going to go that way. Honestly, when when the card was going to get red. But here's a uh, here's a ridiculous, uh, just sort of, just all over the place card. Um, we got Michelle Pajara versus uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio, which was a great fight. It really was. It lived up Should to the that. yeah, it lived up to the hype. It was entertaining as hell. Um, Pereira gets the split decision victory, twenty eight twenty nine for Ponzinibbio, thirty twenty seven. 
29-28. So all three cards were completely different. This, I mean, I thought uh, Pereira won. I thought it was probably 29-28. I agree with that card uh, a little bit more. I thought Pon- I don't know which round. I think Ponzinibbio came back in that second round, and I think Pereira got his like win back in the third and just did enough to win the third round. That was my personal opinion. Ponzinibbio looked good though. He like he's just not. Uh, he's tough. He's durable, but I just don't know like size, speed, everything. Uh, Michelle's too much for for a guy like him. It's just too. It's too uh, explosive, too dynamic. And he gets the W, and I guess we'll see what's next for him. Yeah, uh, I thought Pons looked better than I thought. Um, you know, I could see why. I think I have to go back and rewatch that one to see. Uh, there's people calling that a robbery too. Everything's a robbery nowadays. So everything. Um, uh, Mr. Camijo had it twenty nine twenty eight for Pons, giving him two and three. I'll have to go back and watch. I definitely, obviously, the first round was Michelle, but Ron McCarthy stepping up to the, um, you know. He wants to throw his name in the hat of worst referees, or I mean, worst judges in the UFC. He gave no. it thirty twenty seven thirty twenty seven Pereira, which is not. I mean, come on, come on. But um, and that's the first time I've seen his name much. So he's he's on the list, that's for sure. Um, good yeah, for Ron. The main event, man. <clears throat> yeah, good for him. Good for Mister McCarth. Not to be confused with uh, McCarthy in Philly, Mister Tom, or or who's <clears throat> actually Big Yawn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this should have been five rounds, man. I wish it was. Yeah. I think I think um I think we would have seen a finish if it went that if it went to five. But shout out to Michael Pereira, man. He's he's like I said before, he's getting better and better. I I think this was uh you know, he didn't take any huge steps forward, but beating a guy like San Santiago Ponzinibbio is huge. Yeah, it's that, that and he's and now he's ranked, he's number fourteen, I guess. Uh you I mean honestly could see him in in there with a Shavkat Rachmanov or oh, like Li, Li Jiangliang or you know even a Kiesa. I mean I don't know if Kiesa is the move just because that's just such a contrasting styles. But I like Neil Magny. You know, like I know some of these guys have fights. Even hey, maybe a Sean Brady. You know, because like, Sean Brady's yeah. looking for a fight. That that would be a hell of an interesting fight. Uh, you know, he could and he's calling for Masvidal because he DM'd his wife, which made literally no sense. But um, no sense. Yeah, when when Masvidal was like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" Like, they, they sends your DMs. wife messaged me. Yeah, and he she just, didn't even say anything weird. Yeah, she just was like, "Hey, rooting for you or something." Like he was like prayer hand emoji. And it's you. like it's like an account yeah. that's like used by multiple people apparently. So it's like, what? what, what come on, man. It's just that's just shit's dumb. But yeah, it, cool. good for uh, good for Michelle. And I guess we will see uh, what's next for him. But there's plenty. You know, he's moving his way up, so it's going to take a couple more. But um, just a good win. Uh, had, speaking of another good win, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty and Jukani put Dusko Todorovic into the shadow realm in the in the middle of that round. He got taken down, which we wanted to see. We kind of wanted to see him get tested a little bit. Uh, I mean, he, he went for a, an anaconda choke at some point and just ha- had him. Should not have done that. Which is never smart when you're the. I mean, Connor does this shit sometimes where I'm just like, dude, get up, get up. And he's like trying to out, yeah. like, out grapple Habib, which is fucking insane. But, you know, it, it, it didn't work out. He got kind of put on his back, but then he got up and Dusko just, you could just tell it was. He he was uh, like fl- like a like a fish on deck. Like he just did, didn't have much for him when he was standing up, and uh, you know breaking out of a clinch exchange, he got put into the shadow realm. Good night, Dusko. Thank you for cashing out our our first and second round bet that we gave you out all here on this podcast, and yep. uh, we keep it moving. Keep it pushing. No, that was nasty. Um, he taken down, but I, I thought he he got up 
pretty well. Like he didn't get stuck there and he didn't get finished. He didn't get take take much damage if any. Uh, and that's pretty much what happened to him most of his career. And that's why he struggled to really break break through and get into the UFC and get into the main stage like his brother did. But he's here now. I mean, he's let's see, where's he at? Is this one eighty five, right, man? One eighty five's got some one one eighty five has some killers in that in that um in that area where they're not ready yet to be ranked or, or but you want to see more from him. You want to see more from Yeah, uh, the young pops, man. You want to see more from um, Chidi. You want to see more from Anthony Hernandez, Phil Halls, Albert Duraev, uh that dude Muradov, Mahmoud Muradov. I think that's Floyd's guy. Uh, Drew Plessis, my boy. He's a little bit further up. Uh, Nazardine Imavov, huge Imavov fan over here. Yeah. Andre Maniz, Chris Curtis, my boy Alex Pereira. Like, these guys are kind of all, you know... On the ascent. Uh, outside the top 10. I, I, Imavov is the closest, I would say, to being ranked him or Muniz. Just Muniz put, you know, Jock right asleep, which is, and he knocked, uh, did the same thing, your, your boy, your boy, Eric Anders. Muniz is also ranked. Some of these guys. Okay, are, there you go. Yeah, Imavov I'm, yeah, is I'm number on, 11. Yeah, yeah, these are on the okay, UFC. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I'm on ranking MMA, but oh, they're still ranked on here, but they're right outside the top 10 on here, at least. Yep. Um, but, like, I don't love these guys in the top 10, so I could see them, you know, any of these guys making a move. To possibly take on Izzy eventually. Yeah, I mean, you look at the top ten. It's a uh, you know Darren Till's at eight, <laughs> you know Uriah Hall's at nine. Got I mean, Jack Hermanson at seven. Like one of those guys is going to win, so it's going to they're going to get elevated. But like Brunson, you know, like he, yeah, you got a little bit of wrestling in you. You could probably beat Brunson to be honest. Uh, I mean, Darren Till is six four and one in the UFC. Yeah, that, like. that, that's you know, and Paulo Costa. Who knows if he's even really a one eighty five or Vittori's just. Uh, you know he's he's actually pretty like he's like a gatekeeper kind of guy at this point, but yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. It, it, it'll all get. I mean, literally, you know, look at the guys in the top ten. I mean, look at their UFC records. Uh, you know, Cammy are eight and five. Vittori eight and three. Strickland is is fine, but Brunson fourteen and six. Hermanson nine and five. Till six and four. Gaslam eleven and eight. Hall nine and eight. Like these yeah. are all gatekeepers. They're all just gatekeeping the top ten, and uh, it's about time we get somebody to break through. I think I don't know if Chidi's really the one to be honest. Um, I think you know if the matchmaking works. He can be, but he he can. I mean, why can't he replace Uriah Hall? You know, they're very similar. I think he's he's definitely younger. Um, I think he has more 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 uh, more in his arsenal than Uriah Hall did. He just I don't think he, also I think he might have the power too. So you know, you also still have Brandon Allen hanging around. Uh, you know, guys like Christoph Bruno Silva is still okay. Like I, I think that the ten to or the fifteen to twenty five range has some real real uh, content possible contenders. Oh shit! Uh, I I couldn't agree more. To be honest, it, it, like that, like you said, the top fifth, the top fifteen ten is not really. Well, I guess more top fifteen is not exactly like a you know, I guess a young, hungry, up and coming sort of thing. You just named it that they're all yeah, kind Chris of Weidman deep, yeah, you, you, still hanging around exactly, and his leg is still <laughs> in shambles. Uh, you know, like so, we're looking to see how that. Did he ever fight again? He never did, right? Who Weidman? <laughs> yeah, well, like, I don't even think I think he's still fucked up from it, which is crazy because I feel like how long ago was that? I mean, Uriah Halson's then fought um, Sean Strickland. He's about to fight Andre Muniz. So, uh, what was that? Twenty one, beginning of twenty. I mean, cash out those Uriah Hall inside the distance beds, but still. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, I guess it was <laughs> only a little bit more than a year ago. I guess. Okay, so I guess he should be on. I, I'm guessing he's like doing some. Running and I guess you stuff. Yeah, but you look at like Connor. You see more. For, I guess we see more of him, and then you see. You yeah. know, I don't really know what the fuck Weidman's yeah. doing. This guy's uh, Connor's posting it every time he throws a punch. So 
Um, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, so I guess that maybe that's the problem there. But uh, we'll keep it moving. Baby Shark. Dominant, 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 smashed. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this was a boring fight. <laughs> Richie kind of just kept herself out of danger, and Pollyanna Viana was fine laying on her back and trying to kick her legs and throw up submissions. This was a horrifically boring fight, to be honest. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Viana had a couple yeah. submission attempts in the first round. That's probably – is that the round she won, I guess? Uh, from, no, I thought she lost all of them, to be honest. Well, I mean, the the judges have 29-28 on here, so that's what I'm uh, trying yeah, to figure yeah, out. I guess true. maybe that's – I guess it was. But yeah, I was had a rough night. Yeah, you know, uh, judges did have a rough night. So yeah, I mean, Richie just it was kind of you know wrestling. Paul Anaviana had no wrestling defense at all because I guess she was fine with just going to the ground. But Tabitha knew what she was trying to do, so she just kept herself out of danger. Just made sure she didn't get subbed. Then would wind up getting up and just keeping her on the ground and kicking her legs. It was a lot of the fight, honestly. So I don't have much to say. I'll tell you what. Thank God this wasn't a close fight. Because I had money on Pollyanna Viana. And, well, it was mainly submission that she needed. I didn't have her money line. But uh, this was pretty much the holy trinity of judging that. Adelaide Bird was wow. here. Ron McCarthy was right next to her. And then Mike Bell was next to her. If there was Chris Lee on here, that would have been the holy trinity of bum judges. There you so go, thank God. Dude. We, We're going to have to make that list soon. Bum, <laughs> bum judges. Bum-ass bum judges. judges. Bum Judge of the Week. Remember, we used to do the Bum of the Week. We should do the Judge of the oh, Week. Oh, you know, we haven't done Bum of the Week in a while. We got, we got we to bring that back. We, we got to bring it back. We will next I'll week. Think of one. Next week, we're I'll doing think Bum of, one of the Week. This one's over. All right, there you go. Even like, yeah, awesome. maybe I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get my brain going. I got to turn this thing on. <laughs> but yeah, good for Tabitha Richie. Could care less to be honest. I got to keep it moving. Yeah, uh, shout to her and uh, shout to her Instagram. Yes, uh, uh, Jun Young Park gets a questionable split decision victory over Eric. Your boy Anders. Uh, I, I guess I wouldn't scream robbery as well on this one. I thought Anders won. I thought it was pretty uh, cut and dry. I thought he won the first and the third, if I'm not mistaken. Or mm-hmm. was he the third? I thought he won two rounds. That that was my feeling when I watched the fight. And he didn't, apparently. Uh, 29-28 across the board. Boy. The problem with your boy. Your boy. Your boy. He was 3-24 on takedowns. True. That is insane. But they, they insane. watching the fight though, they weren't real takedowns. Like I know that they were like. So yeah, I, I always wonder what what well like what is a takedown, but and what isn't like what's what's you know I don't I don't know exactly. Like anytime he initiated a, just... a grappling exchange, it was a takedown attempt. You know, like because uh, he right. did like yeah, I, he would like grab his leg and then he would get close and then just hug him basically. Like that was like kind of his almost, like entry. That's almost exactly one per minute, which I. I find it a little hard to believe. I mean, he was definitely trying. No, it's, this is a three-round fight. He was doing what, more than one a minute. Oh, yeah. See, I can't even do math. There you go, dude. Hey, it's 25. This is my brain. You got. I, turn, I told you I was turning this shit on, dude. We're getting ready to go. <laughs> Thinking it's a championship fight. I don't know if I ever want to see Eric Anders in a championship fight. He might attempt 70 takedowns. But, um, no, I thought he <clears throat> I thought he did more than, than Park. I, I didn't really know what Park – I don't know. You, you, they, once your boy bet on himself, I knew he was fucked, so – Yep, it. it's a it's always the kiss of death. To be honest, in this yeah. MMA world, is putting some yep. money on yourself. He's going to pay his bar tab or something like that. That's what he said. I was like, <laughs> oh boy, yeah, this guy's done. So, yep. uh, might need to work on that gas tank. Uh, DC made, made a comment about how stiff he is to begin the fight, and I think that's probably a contributing factor. Is just how like nervous and like he's just not loose at all when he comes into these fights. He looks good uh, for portions of them, but he just doesn't yeah. do. He is not able to put it on. His opponent, 
and, and like dominate them the way he needs to to like secure these like wins. Otherwise, you're going to be putting these split decisions if you let the other guy hang around and he's eating shots at a certain point. So like like I said, not not screaming robbery here, but I just didn't think uh, Park won. But you know. That's it. The Alabama own. strength and conditioning program should have went to LSU. Yeah, well, there you go. There's some more inside baseball there, a little personal beef going on here between uh, the former national champion linebacker, Eric Boyanders, and LSU fan, Ty Capone. So, he didn't even have any tackles. Dude sucked. It was a beast. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Holmes. Joseph, your boy Holmes. No, I'm just kidding. I, don't, I actually don't remember his nickname. Ugly boy, dude. Ugly, Ugly boy, Joe. my Ugly bad. Ugly boy, Joe. Uh, yes. Ugly uh, man? He looked like a dominant – what a dominant, dominant fighter he looked like against Alan Amondovsky, who was coming off a three-year layoff, if I'm not mistaken, and got absolutely smoked in the first round. He's coming off a, a three-year layoff where he just got knocked out by John Phillips. So I could see uh, Mr. Amondovsky looking for a new employment in the near future. Uh, he's, he's on cut watch. cut watch. Seeing as he's 0-3. Maybe Bellator will pick him back up. He was like, he, was, he didn't lose over there. He got uh, put into orbit and then got choked out for his troubles. So that, that's basically how this went. Um, <laughs> Club and sub. Not much to say there. Uh, Joe, oh, the man Joe looked good. He did look good, but it's, you know, he was fighting a local mechanic. So it's it, good for good for Mr. Amandowski. <laughs> Do you like his mustache? I don't like anything about him, to be honest. Uh, are you <laughs> no, ta- not. Oh, are you talking about Holmes? <laughs> Ugly man Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I did like his mustache. I, I'm just too. Also, huge for a middleweight. He is. He Six is. 6'4"? Yep. God damn. It just uh, this is like this was such a bad prelim card for the most part that I just am, yeah. I mean honestly I had some big names but like there was no real competition uh, in some of these fights. Yeah. For the most Sam part. Hughes had to carry it. It's just truth. Uh, Jolton Almeida, absolute beast. Uh, just went exactly how we thought it was going to go. It was either TKO or submission, and it went submission. Rear naked choke. Four minutes thirty five seconds into it. Uh, Almeida's a problem. We've been saying that on here for a little bit. He wasn't even like I think you. I even saw you tweet like he wasn't even trying. He was just kind of yeah. like, "All oh, right, this is this is not this is light work." Once he began trying, he finished him. So I had round one prop, and I was like, "Wait a minute, bro, we're getting a little close to the second round." You know, you you can put this guy you can put this guy away whenever you want. Like you don't even have to put a choke in, which he didn't even do. <laughs> he like just like put his arm around his face, and the guy was like, "All right, yeah, I'm done." Like he he just gave up so quickly, but. I mean, for Almeida to have a, what, 30, 40 pound weight disadvantage? Yeah. Maybe even more. I mean, I can't imagine what this, what this fuck was where was uh, weighing uh, on fight night. He had to be like 280 or some shit like that. Almeida is sitting at a, uh, you know, chiseled 220. Parker Porter's um, not a small gentleman. No, he's a, he's a porker. Um, Jesus. But <laughs> Almeida's a, Almeida definitely is a problem, man. He, he is scary. Um, what do they call him? Mal- Maladinho. Um, when, when was his last loss? Way back in the day, 2018. It was way back in the day, but he's fought a lot of times. He's fought a lot of times since then. So um, he's definitely a player at 205. Uh, or I mean, I guess if you want to stay at heavyweight, he could do that. I mean, he's a pretty big dude, but um, that's not the let's, move. Let's see what he does. No, yeah. Nah, I mean, just I go mean, down to 205, and that 205 is so open right now. I think that would be your your best bet if I was a uh, advising him. But you could like you could yeah. always go back. I mean, Parker Porter's not exactly representative, representative of what goes on at heavyweight, to be honest. So, well, he kind of is, just not. I mean, the lower half fully. of it, you know, like it, it, the, the, I guess, a large portion of it, to be honest. That's a lot of what's going on at UFC heavyweight. But a lot uh, of nastiness going on there. A lot of big nasties. 
Euros Medic took care of business against your boy Omar Morales. Uh, the Venezuela. What is he? The Venezuelan um, assassin? Victor. No, the Venezuelan fighter. He's the Venezuelan fighter. That's a great. Pretty, uh, yeah, great nickname. But uh, <laughs> he gets knocked out in the second round. Not much to say here. It, it was this was very predictable. Yep, Euros Medic, man. He's got he's got really good stand up. Uh, the Serbian Wonder Boy. He. I don't know why I call him that. The Doctor is his real nickname, which is great. Um, you know, you can't take can't can't wrestle if if he goes up against um, a wrestler at one fifty five, he's gonna get ragdolled. They'll look like Khabib against him. But until then, man, he has really really smooth hands. Like that left, as soon as it connected with Morales, it was gonna land again and again and again until he was done. Um, so shout out to Medich for cashing that plus one fifteen money line. Shout out to Medic. Uh, another guy we're not. Well, I'm going to advise to never bet on a TKO prop again. Jonathan Martinez <laughs> against Vince Morales. Uh, just a guy who's kind of cool with the way things are, which I don't blame him. He was dominating this fight, so he just didn't want to put himself in danger. Morales was throwing some heat back his way. He was abusing his legs. And uh, easy win for Jonathan Martinez. Yeah, I'll drag him. Uh, what's that, like four in a row, three in a row since that David Grant loss? Ye- um, this the third, yep. There you go. So, uh, the Mor- tough night to be a Morales, that's for sure. Yeah, the, the Morales twins uh, to- took a big fat L's. Uh, they're not related, for the record, everyone out there who does not know that. So, let's keep it moving. Uh, your boy, Chase Hooper. This is your boy. Uh, do- <laughs> not my boy. Dominant, dominant victory here. <laughs> TKO smashing a Felipe Colares. He... Uh, he just kind of put it on him at the end, and uh, was it yeah. Kolaris is actually how you say it, but uh, he he, he Kolaris, kind of Kolaris. yeah, all the same. Uh, he he kind of just quit at the end. He, I mean, he was not really defending himself. He was just eating punches to the side of his head. Hooper was just ahead of him the whole fight, whatever it was. He I was, mean, he was even he, was he even rocked him with a fucking left hand in the beginning of the fight. I was like, holy shit! Chase Hooper gets hands, dude. Watch out! Oh, uh, listen, dude, this was the first fight. I was like, wow, like he could be a problem. Like I, I certain matchups. No, yeah, like the, but like all the other fights, I was like, dude, when we were talking about like he almost lost to Peter Parrott. Like we, that <laughs> that can't happen. You know, you I can't take you seriously, <laughs> and that can, that can't happen, man. Like, we can't be doing that. Yeah, I can't. But you know, it, it this one was a good one. He was ahead in every grappling exchange. He outworked them. Like he just he just was the better man in there on uh, Saturday, and good win for Chase Hooper. Rough night to have the last two letters in your last name end in ES. Yeah, dude. So. All L's. All L's. <laughs> uh, except Sam Hughes, the only one with ES to get oh, a huge victory. And there's a good segue. Elise Reed Turn gets fucking brain. smashed. And I'll never bet against oh, the Sam Page against. Uh, that's true. Damn it. All right, never mind. Hold on. God, we got to take it yeah, easy. We suck, dude. Uh, <laughs> Sam Hughes, dude. What do you got to say about your girl? War Sampage. Stop making her an underdog. Stop doing it. At least Reed is a bum. She couldn't. She could. The only reason she beat Corey McKenna is because Corey McKenna just didn't. It's like she showed up with the batteries unplugged. Jesus. And still, she still almost won. That was the sad part. She was in airplane um, mode. Yeah, literally, and not even on an airplane. Like Sam Hughes' losses, I, I, I truly, I just thought they weren't bad. Like Tisha Torres, in, in her first fight. And it was only because of a eye injury is why you know the doctor stopped it. But like that's so rough. And like the Luma fight was you know whatever. And Luana Pinheiro, I'm a big fan of. Love Luana Pinheiro. She might have pulled a stunt against Rana Marcos, but uh, she came back and dominated Sam Hughes. And she would have dominated uh, Jessica Penne if they were to fight, but that can't happen. So 
Yeah, Luis Reed, Ocelo Nunez, man. I, you know, elbows from Mount, a finish from Damian Shoes, plus 2,500 to win in round three. And I saw somebody I follow have that. So shout out to that. Um, yeah, I mean, if I would have had that, I'd be over the moon right now. So I kind of wish I had inside the distance because I figured Elise Reed might quit late. But um, yeah, shout out to the Sandpage, dude. We are, we're at 115. We're making a push. If Cookie Monster can win the belt, why can't Sam Hughes? I'm just saying. All right. Um, I'm not exactly there yet, but uh, good for Sam Page uh, with our straw weight, you know, two two win, fight win streak, fighting uh, people of the ilk hey. of uh, Estella Nunez and Elise Reed. So those are two high quality win victories. Are hard to come by, all right. I believe she should fight uh, Rose Namajunas next. I think that should be the matchup. Kill her. Oh my god! I can't tell if you're kidding or not. But um, good for Sam. Yeah, good for Sam Page. Good victory. Let's keep it moving. Uh, fight of the night was Michelle Pajara and Santiago Ponzinibbio. Performance of the night was Chitty Injukani and Chase Hooper getting an extra $50,000. So shout out to Chase. Well taken care of on this card. Uh, not much competition because all the other guys were fighting trash cans. So we move it on. We'll do Tank Davis. Fighting this weekend, this Saturday at 9 o'clock, the pay-per-view starts. Fighting a man that calls himself Roly Romero. Am I correct? His name is Rolando. Uh, if, you, if you see his parents, you'll be very confused as to why he is the way he is. Because they're, his dad's a nice little Cuban guy. Uh, his mother's sweet little angel. And then you got him, and he doesn't even know how to talk. He doesn't even make sense. He calls Gervonta Davis. Uh, he says he has a chlamydia koala bait, a koala chlamydia shaped head. I, I don't know. I don't that know. made no sense. Yeah, koala head, and he's got chlamydia. So, you know, I mean, he I, may I have chlamydia. People, I don't know. I don't know about he that. Might, but. He could. He definitely could. Hey, chlamydia goes around, but I don't. I, he could have a koala shaped head too. I don't know what that. I've never really seen them next to each other. But yeah, I can't take Roly serious. I mean, he's he's promoting the hell out of this fight for sure. And he, you know, his uh his trainer Bullet, I guess he calls himself Bullet. He goes by the name Bullet Cornwell. Uh, he's doing a really good job of trying to promote this too. But Javante Davis is different. He's on a different level than these, than this dude. I mean, this dude was out out here, you know, losing losing rounds to Jackson Mourinho's. Uh, and Jackson Mourinho just got knocked the fuck out by Richard Kami in 2022. Richard Kami, dude's been cooked since he fought. I don't know, five years ago. I didn't even know he was still around. So, I, you know, his best win's Anthony Yigit. Yigit. And you know how we, you know how I feel about Mr. Uh, Mr. Yigit over here. We all, so, yeah, we're all well aware. <laughs> I got Roly, or I got Davis. Jesus, uh, I thought you were like, yo, hey, wait. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You thought I was going to do the ultimate, the most ultimate 180 ever? Yeah, oh, no. dude. I was like, wait a second. You've been telling me all, all for months that this guy's going to get smoked. <laughs> he is. He is. I uh, I have plus 375 in rounds one through three. Oh I think God. the fact that I think the fact that Gervonta Davis is 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 very inactive. I think he has uh, that the other day. Dan Canobio, great boxing follow. He said he has like the highest. Um, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. So great of me to bring that up with not, without knowing anything. <laughs> uh, it was something about having a low volume, um, but high knockdown rate or high uh, strike percentage. 
shit like that. Basically, he doesn't throw much, but when he throws, he lands hard. Like when he fought Barrios, he wasn't throwing much. And then when he landed, he threw that uppercut, and he sent him to fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, same thing against Sal Cruz, but he broke his left hand in that fight. People forget that. People don't realize he was trying to fight three rounds with a broken left hand. And that's his, that's, that's his, uh, that's his money shot. It's money hand. So I don't know what you're exactly supposed to do with that, you know, how you're supposed to even go on. Um, I just don't see anything from Roley, man. He keeps his head straight, very stiff. He, he's okay when he's coming forward, but just throws very, you know, he's speed and he's got some okay power, but, I, you know, I, it's really hard for me to take this serious. People are trying to, like, make it seem like it's going to be a war and this and that. It's going to be a good fight. There's going to be some, you know, people are going to get punched in the head hard. It's just going to be Roley. Like, he's going to go down badly, I think, man. I think he's going to get hit and he's going to do some, like, chicken dance that we haven't seen before. Truly. Like, he hasn't felt like Gervonta looks ready. He looks focused. Like no more of this bullshit. He hasn't really been talking much. You know, he's, he's not looking and he's not looking past Roly, which is, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by it. I would be, you know, he's, he's got aspirations. I'm serious. He's got big aspirations at 140 and still at 135. And honestly, he looked good at 130. I don't want him to go to 140. I think he looks good at 135. He, he can make it. I think he might even be able to make 130. Uh, Roly's not that much taller than him. He's got like a couple inches of height advantage but you know can he use that to his advantage i don't think so man i think he's gonna get hit with a huge left even just straight left to sting him and he's not gonna react well to it i think he honestly goes down like the third wow so you're, th- you're calling for this one to be an early night might not be worth I, your money out going, there i could I, I could see it going on like going on a little bit just because gervonta yeah, is very low volume sometimes but this is different man he truly doesn't like this dude he's trying to make a statement uh, this, I mean, he's going to be probably. If, I, I want to see how many buys this pay per view does. It, this is his last fight with Mayweather Promotions. He's uh, he's going to be he's going to be doing way more bigger things now without fucking loser ass Leonard Ellerby promoting his fights. So, um, excited for that. Excited for that. The you know the rest of the card's garbage, which is very typical of Mayweather Promotions. So, um, I mean, the co-main event, fucking Gary O'Sullivan's in the co-main event. Like, are you serious? I don't know if you know who that guy is, Spike O'Sullivan. He has that uh, kind of the same mustache that Joseph Holmes had. Um, 37-year-old dude from Cork, Ireland. Oh, so Eddie Wineland. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, he hasn't beat anybody. No, but he's, he fought Chris Eubank, David Lemieux, Jaime Munguia. I lost all of them, of course, because he's from Ireland. Um, he's fighting Arislandi Lara. You know, going to be an absolute snooze fest. Um, Eduardo Ramirez, Luis Melendez, before that will be a good fight. Luke Santa Maria, Jesus Ramos, before that will be a good fight. Um, but obviously, nobody, everyone, everyone's going to be tuned in for Roley Gervonta, which I'm guess happened around midnight, maybe 11, 1130, but boxing lately has been 12, 1230. Yeah. Uh, it's, they drag that shit on for as long as possible time, for no man. reason, too, because it's not like there's anything really ahead of it or anything like that. But, but Showtime usually does a good job. I think Showtime will, you know, keep this. Under, under wraps, like, if you will. But yeah, Gervonta's gonna kill this dude. It's not gonna be close. Honestly, TKO. I, ho- I hope so. I got. It. I got. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, if you listen to this guy talk for more than thirteen seconds, you're like, yeah, I hope he gets knocked out. Um, I got Gervonta TKO minus two eighteen. Now it's up to minus three fifty. So try to hop on that. Maybe parlay with something else. I don't know. Maybe parlay with your boy uh, Pudzianski because now he's like plus three hundred. Yeah, if you can, no, do not parlay with that fucking bum. Parlay, parlay against him getting knocked out in the first round, dude. That, I mean, but what, crazy fight Michael Materlo, who's a middleweight, 
and he's like a super heavyweight. Like, <laughs> what's going on in KSW? I listen to that sentence you just said. You know, like that. That, <laughs> that, that there, there's no rules over there, dude. There, are like, <laughs> that's where the fight. Like now, you know, like back in the day, Japan used to be like the place where there was no like. Now it's fucking yeah, Russia, now, dude. Now it's Poland. Yeah, Poland. Like all of those like Eastern European countries, they don't give a fuck, dude. They'll give like a, each dude a hammer, and they're like, "Yo, you get to hit him with the hammer I'm one sick. time." One time, see what you can do. Guys look, fighting dude, in war the- bunkers and shit like that. Like, I, well, they're doing everything <laughs> over there. Look at the fight poster, dude. He is huge, dude. He's so much bigger than Matula. Matula doesn't even look that big. He looks like a welterweight. Guy is a he fucking is house, bro. Like, he I- just had it up. Yeah, well, I mean, he's got like, and you know what though? I love that they do over there. They do the fake tattoos where you like, like, like water tattoo something on your fucking stomach, and I like, can't take. <laughs> It's I can't just, take him serious. No, it's so it's so ridiculous. But uh, what, look at his topology picture. He looks like what did, oh what, my god. Say uh, he looks last week or last. Did you call him the most interesting man in the world? I think you might have. Maybe I mean, it's possible. Dude. Taking that picture. Look at him. Who does he think he is? Forty-five years old, six one, two sixty. It's a large, it's a large man. Yeah, I mean, he is just a, a fucking unit, dude. That, that's what I would—that's what I would call him. He's just a fucking absolute unit, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about him if he really—if you really piss him off, and he doesn't gas out in a minute and thirty-five seconds. There's also a Cage Warriors tonight, uh, which I don't really care for, to be honest. But there's all you know. There you go. Cage Warriors always has um, some young up-and-coming guys that are you know a real great fight in their main event. Um, between a guy who's seven and eight and eleven and seven and one, so that should <laughs> that be makes a real, so much sense. That should be a real fucking barn burner. Uh, uh, the, other than that, though, gosh. this weekend's not um, like fight wise, it's not a uh, large, large contingency of great fights. No, no. KSW I mean, is like you said, <laughs> um, and then then you got Cage Warriors again next week is the next thing, and then you know. Got the, or, I'm sorry, there's two Cage Warriors cards this weekend. That's what's going on. Okay. So the Let's, one is good and the one is not, I'm guessing. Uh, That's usually yeah, what they do, Eight I and three versus nine and one. And, oh, he's an Italian Better. gentleman. There you go, okay. my cousin. What's his name? Uh, Leon. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, Alio? Alou? Alou? Moises Alou? Not to be confused with Moises Alou, who uh, <laughs> got in a little bit of trouble there with Steve Bartman. But... Shout out to Felipe Alou, great, great uh, manager of the San Francisco Giants, and multiple other you know organizations. That he if you leads. want to parlay Gervonta by TKO with Eduardo Ramirez, who I think will beat Luis Melendez, that's minus one seventy five. So next free week, money right there. Next week, one championship. Like Don't talk about that though. Uh, LFA. We will, we will not. And next week's fight night is Volkov and Rosenstruck. I guess quickly we'll just kind of. Uh, this this fight is it is pouring outside my house right now, but I I hear that. Yeah, sorry if anyone you get a little kickback off that, but it, I can't, there's yeah, nothing much the I can do is, about it. Can't uh, stop the rain. Ige, Evilev, that's a nice fight, but other than that, it's kind of uh, you know Lucas Almeida, yeah, yeah. Mike Trezano, Menafield. Almeida's I'm making Almeida's making his debut, but he lost on the contender series, so like Jeff Molina's you know. fighting again. Carolina Kovalkiewicz, Felice Herrick. Oh, my God. Holy shit, dude. Let's fucking... That's elite. I thought they were both retired. Zamagulov's Uh, fighting again? Renat Fakhrad Natanov is making his debut. It's it's tough to say. Wow, Damon Jackson's fighting uh, 
Daniel Argetta, who's eight and zero. So that that's actually pretty yeah. interesting. Who's kind of a the determined Argetta. He's Jack, he's the next Jackson Wink guy. He almost lost in LFA. So oh, I, I remember I this guy. I don't think he's got the goods, but no, he lost in the Joe Ultimate Selecki. Fighter. Joe Selecki is fighting next weekend. That's right. He's fighting. Um, ben, what's his name? Alex De Silva. Alex De Silva. This is actually a pretty good a matchup, dude. That's gonna be a tough fight. I mean, besides Yakovlev and Brad Riddell, he hasn't really lost. I mean, he hasn't really beaten anybody besides Kazul Vargas. But also, the best name in the UFC, possibly Benoit Saint Denis. He is fighting also on this card. Aaron Blanchfield, big favor over JJ Aldridge. Let's keep the Blanchfield train moving. Saint Denis is the guy who didn't let us cash out our TKO bet against him and just stayed alive like a zombie against uh, Zaleski Dos Santos. Yeah. Yeah, the referee uh, of that fight, let's get his name back up here. He has not done a fight since. No surprise. He is the only fight he did it ever in the UFC. Vyacheslav Kiselev. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that we name. Remember. Oh, yeah. The North remembers Vyacheslav Kiselev. We need him back for this uh, for this Gervonta Davis fight. Actually, no, we don't. Because he'll let Roley die in there. So let's get into some news then. Uh, while we're here, I'll, I'll pull up some the news. news and nudes. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah! So um, we'll just let me just pull up the UFC fight news while we're here. I know the first one I saw: Patty Pimblett and Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King, who's going to be yeah, twerking be his ass after he submits uh, oh, well. Patty Pimblett. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I'm, I'm going to be betting for a twerk. Plus two fifty. Will he? Will there be a post fight celebratory twerk? Shaking them thunder cakes, dude. That's what I like to see after a fight, bro. <laughs> Here's a one that everyone's been waiting for: Norma Dumont and Danielle Wolf. Hold on. You know what? Actually, yeah. before we do this news, I have to close my windows because it, it seems like there's uh, my roof's gonna blow <laughs> off my fucking house, dude. <laughs> Pause one moment for station identification. All right, everyone. We are back after my roof almost blew off my. Uh, my house, um, my, my abode. Uh, so let's get back into it. Sorry. Norma Dumont, Danielle Wolf, September 10th. Everyone's been waiting for this one. A friend of the podcast, Norma Dumont, still working on that translator. What do you, what do you, yeah, uh, we're trying to, trying to do it. Fading Norma Dumont. I'm back to fading Norma Dumont. So it looks like she'll get the W here in this one. Yeah, she um, should. I don't, I don't know much. So Danielle Wolf's a big, a big woman. She's large. She's like five eleven. I think she fought a welterweight in boxing, which is like one, I don't know if it's 147 for them too, but she definitely walks around 160 plus. She's from Millersville, PA, Wrightsville, PA, sorry, went to Millersville University, shout out to Pennsylvania. She was a three-sport athlete and a boxing Olympian, so I'm pretty sure that's where she, that's how they found her. She has the one contender series fight and she beat Tanisha Tennant, who, uh, she rebound. She rebounded from that with a win, so I'll give her that. I don't want to. I don't want to call her a gas station attendant because I don't think oh she. Oh my was, god! Didn't the last name? It said it. So she didn't get the stoppage, which leads me to believe that maybe she's not great. Daniel Wolf, um, but Norma Dumont is not great either. So that's gonna be an interesting fight. So grab a bev when that one's going on. Like we talked about, Jordan Levitt gonna be shaking them cakes after he fucking head kicks Patty Pimlet into Neptune. Victor um, Altamirano. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, good. No, uh, okay. Vic- Victor Altamirano, Jake Hadley. Jake Hadley getting okay. back on the horse August 20th. So I, guess I like that. I that, like that. I'd like to see that. We'll see probably- he should be able to take Altamirano down, I think. And do his- well, who knows what his strategy is this time? I mean, I don't know. Um, 
Amanda Hebos did have a torn bicep. So for all the haters out there, me, uh, all the fake doctors <laughs> out there, also me, uh, shut your goddamn mouth. She got surgery on it the other day. Um, so hopefully she gets back in there and looks better and stops taking punches in the face um, as, as, as a form of defense. Her opponent, Kaylin Chukagian, has a fight lined up against Mannion Faro, dude. Oh. That's going to be at well, UFC Paris, September 3rd. So she is walking into the lion's den and fighting the French native. That, that's going to be a hell of a fight, man. Alez Manon. She's gonna, she, she might be able to finish her, man. Because Chuk is not going to be able to throw air punches and make noises against Manon Faro. Hey, man. Not Mignon Foreau, good for her. And another big fight got now announced. Brian Ortega and Yair Rodriguez fighting July 16th. Wow. Who do you got? I'm trying to figure out where this fight is, actually. but um, I think I guess. Uh, Long Island. That's a very bizarre oh, place to have a fight. But, uh, yeah, Ortega, Ortega. I mean, Philly can't get a fucking car. We're going to give them the Long Island now? Do what, they, they, yeah, Long Island or Tampa. We have Emily Arena. What the fuck? About to be the three-time defending national champ, national champion, Stanley Cup champions, and you want to bring the, the UFC here? Come on! Shout out to the Bolts, belts, dude! Shout out to the fucking belts! We're doing it. Uh, yeah, your Rodriguez and Ortega is a great fight, though. That, that's um, a fucking awesome. That that is a that. that I, I mean, who would you go with? Well, I mean, I, I imagine. I don't know. I might pick Yair in that fight. Yeah, you're a Mexican. Yeah, I think he is right. The Battle of the Mexicans. Wow. Mexican pride. Who do you think's gonna win? I, I, yeah, I, I got think Yair. Yair. Yeah, that's my instinct right now. That could change by the time the fight comes around. But once Brian Ortega loses to Yair via head kick, Tracy Cortez will come crawling back to me. Right. I will make that make that prediction. Well, good luck, brother. I'm rooting for you. Um, Claudio Silva, Nicholas Dalby. That's July twenty third right. as well. Don't really care. Augusto Sakai. He's fighting Sergey Spivak. Give me Spivak. Ooh. August 6th. Uh, DeCasey. Mark DeCasey is fighting uh, Demir Hadzovic. Oh, wow. So much for retiring. Yeah. They, there's that. Uh, Ricky Tercios getting back in there against Eamon Zahabi. So, uh, okay. Tercios two, two guys the that are, fighter. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. Uh, Michael Olazaychuk. Fighting Sam Alvey. I think we talked about that a little Sam bit. Sam Alvey. Just when you thought Sam Alvey didn't have enough. Just when you thought he had his last smile, he has not. But he will soon. Mr. Nick getting back in there at UFC 277 <laughs> against Ihor Potera. Yeah, that's – yeah. Who cares, I don't right? want to say his name. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Smith, <laughs> Magomed Ankalaev. That's actually a kind of kind of a like fascinating that. fight. Uh, I, who would you go with right sitting right here right now? Uh, give me Ankalaev, even though I think he – I think Ankalaev is due for a nice little uh, letdown performance one of these days. I think it's, it's a three-round you know. fight. I don't – yeah. I don't, uh, this is a tough one, dude. I don't think Anthony Smith is going to do it. Um. It being three rounds leads more to Ankalaev, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just think one of these days he's going to show up and people are, they're going to give him a minus 700 price tag against, I don't know, Johnny Walker. And he's going to get slept. And, you know, something's going to happen. Joanna Pena, Amanda Nunes, too, is going on UFC 277. 
So there's a uh, thunder coming through my my uh, pl- <laughs> my place of business right now, where it is thunderous, <laughs> absolutely. We thunderous. might get a live death on. Yeah, there, dude. Well, or at I, least I alive. Yeah, someone's gonna have to live. run by my pot, or run by my laptop and, and fucking submit it, dude. That's gonna be a problem because otherwise, we're just gonna have we're gonna have a death thing on here. Yeah, and nothing in return. Let's keep 277 it. Two seventy seven seems pretty pretty good. What do you think? Two seventy seven on the, guess, on the surface looks pretty good. Yeah, I, I would say so. I guess so. Costa and Rockhold got moved. Is that did that happen? Did they get moved to two seventy seven or two to seventy eight? I think to two seventy seven. Because I thought they were th- at least talking about moving it, but I wasn't sure if it was from two seventy six to two seventy seven, which I kind of hope it's two seventy seven because it'll be it'll be sandwiched between Lewis Pavlovich. Ankle Smith, so that's you know, right. So right now, I don't see it all. on here, on uh, okay. on Tapology. I'm on Marcel's Marcel Dwarf, who I actually uh, trust him more than this, actually, to be honest. But which is funny because he runs Tapology uh, Netherlands. But um, Costa is at 278. This, that's what they have on uh, Tapology at least. Okay, this tweet of his is five is five days ago. He updated a sap often DM him. Um, but no, it looks pretty good. I mean. Brian Maj, Michael Morales on 277. That's a fucking banger. CDF and Dracar Close, Dober, Rafael Alves. Dante Mays is back. Oh, all right. Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? We have this is ultimate. This is the fight that me and you will be tuned into. Both of our arch ne- nemesis are fighting each other. The loser is definitely getting cut. If the winner doesn't, I'll be pretty pissed. Tafan and Shukwi, Carlos Olberg. Wow. June 25th. I don't what think do I've ever die? hated two fighters more than I hate both of those guys. <laughs> I'm rooting for Nshukwe. I'm rooting for a draw, honestly, or no contest. Dude, uh, actually, you know what? I- I'm rooting for Olberg because he kind of showed wow. me a, lo- a little bit of development in this last fight. And oh, it- get out of here, dude. Give, me-, here. give me him, brother. I li- I- yeah. Treshawn Gore is fighting. <laughs> I think I already talked about this, so. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Cody, Cody Brundage, which will be a hell of a matchup. Other than that, there's not much going on. Nicholas Mott is fighting Cameron Van Camp, so it looks like Van Camp's going to get put back into orbit again, so don't don't stay too close to the sun. Yeah. Marquand Amirkani. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Van Champ, as he likes to call himself. <laughs> Amirkani and JSP, right? Yes. UFC Banger. London. I like that. It's going to be a sex on the ground. It's going to be a sex matchup. London card's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I wish I was going. And that's about it for the news and the notes. Uh, some of the cards, I guess. You know, we, anything else? I, I did want to talk about uh, a couple of the card, like the big cards coming up. Just kind of try to foreshadow a little bit and see yeah. what the deal is. Let's see here. We got also, Adesanya Cannoneer. That's not the next one, right? That's uh, it, that's July second, which is a kick-ass card. That one's sick. We got that. Adesanya Cannonier, Volk and Holloway rematch. Misha Tate and Laura Murphy. All right, that's how I'm feeling about that. Sean Strickland and me and out now. Oh, Michelle Pereira, Alex Pereira. That that's a fucking awesome fight. Pedro Munoz, Sean O'Malley, and Jessica um, Rose. I mean, Clark look at the undercard. Julius Stoyarenko. Holy uh, shit! That's gonna be a, listen. We whatever the start time is for. UFC 276. Add 30 minutes to it, and that's your actual start time. Brad Riddell, Jalen Turner, Jim Miller, Bobby Green, Robbie Lawler, Brian Barbarina. That this fucking card is in, is incredible. Jessica I, Macy Barber, Uriah Hall, Andre Muniz. 
Yeah, Duplessis and Muniz. And Tavares, yeah. Look at all the middleweights on this card. Every Adesanya card is like a middleweight showcase card because they want somebody to step up and gel. Finally take him out, dude. That is the best card uh, for me in the upcoming uh, weeks or months or whatnot because it's not till July 2nd. The next pay-per-view card is in a couple weeks from Singapore, uh, July or June 11th. We got... Glover Teixeira, Yuri Prohoshka fighting for the 205 title. As I sit here today, I'm taking Prohoshka. Um, what about you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I got Yuri. Shevchenko, Talia Santos. That that should be pr- relatively easy work, but I mean, Talia Santos is kind. Of, it's very intriguing because she's kind of the first one in a little bit to at least present a little bit of a, a threat. I would say, right? Like, she's just different, I guess? Is, is that, that what the excitement would she's be? She's young. She's got hands. I just don't think she's a gas tank or a full game, but she definitely presents something new. Yeah, I guess that's what the most exciting thing. We're going to rematch the greatest women's fight of all time, Whaley and Joanna. Uh, uh, that'll be fun. Manel Kopp getting back in there against Rogerio Bontorin. Jack Della Ma- Madalena, who is a... Uh, we are... We kind of like him, right? I mean, he looked pretty we good. Like him. Yeah, again, he's fighting... Uh, Amiv, I believe. Oh, God. That's not a good matchup. Yeah. So I, that's kind of I like when I get to the say that. The prelims though. of this don't look great. Oh no, no, this is not. This is not one of the. That's why I kind of t- skipped right over it because this is not a good. Filaho and uh, Jake Matthews is a nice fight. Uh, Kung Ho Kong. Think about prelims. Oh my God. For a main, you, you think about Sung Woo Choi and Joshua Kulabal. That's what you think about. Oh Jesus! I, mean, I don't even know who this Steve guy Garcia. Steve Garcia is fighting. Wow, I yeah. Saw a shot. Uh, he's not a real person. You can wow. tell the name, though. Uh, 10 and 12, 0 and 0, 0 and 2, 10 and 15, 0 and 2. And his last fight was against a guy named Achilles, who was 7 and 0 on the, on the Contender Series. <laughs> oh, my. So, so I'm going to tell you right now, we are unloading a. Brinks truck on Steve Garcia, and uh, that's not not in favor of Steve Garcia. That is just to say that now, oh my God, his last wins against Charlie Ontiveros, dude, who I am a notorious fader. He has a loss to Luis Pena. We might actually just throw our TV out the window when this one starts. It could happen. So that's that for upcoming fights, news, notes. Uh, I, I guess we could talk a little bit about some. Uh, some of the bigger names in the sport kind of coming back. Uh, I, I guess, when do you expect like Usman to come back? I don't know. Let's see. I mean, his hand the hands mean? fucked up, and they have cards pretty much made up until September. So I imagine sometime in the fall, you would hope to have him back. And, and I, they're really stuck on having this fight against uh, what's his name, Leon. So I, I guess that's going to be the next thing. And uh, I don't know what that what what the deal would be after that. Bala Muhammad. I'm not, <clears throat> Sorry, God. I don't know. I'm not sure. So I guess is his hand good now? Is he, no, is he he's still, still he's still kind of dealing with like uh, it's not safe yet. He hasn't been like cleared necessarily. It's like a back and forth. He's talking shit to people online, stuff like that. So sounds like a uh, real fun situation. I would like to see. Let me just match make a few of these. Give me Colby and either Hamzat or Burns. One of those two. Or Muhammad. One of those three have to fight him. Whoever doesn't get that fight. I don't 
don't know, man. Because Luke has to fight somebody, but I'm so disgusted at him. By, and Brady has to fight someone, too. So, like, yeah, Brady Masvidal would be nice. My, I was Masvidal. Who was he talking to recently? Who was gonna him and Burns? I guess they were kind of like agreeing to fight each other. I never know. I never know who hey. Yeah, you know, yeah, and then he'll just disappear for months, and he'll be like, "All right, yeah, I'm fighting Jeff Neal." Like, oh, yeah. okay. Good luck with all that. Uh, when do you expect the Oliveira Islam fight to happen, and do you expect that to be next? I, I, I guess that's what they want to do, right? It seems like that's what they. A lot of people seem like they're on the they're on the side of making Islam wait, which I'm all in favor for. I agree, but but who do you give it to? Right, you know Connor can't come back right now, um, so you can't do that. You can't play that card. Um, yeah, I, I mean Connor I guess, taking shots at Daryush randomly, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, he must have been morphined up or something. Maybe just or who the fuck is Benio Daryush? Um, I love to fight against Benil. I think, let's see, what is it, May, July? I mean, you said everything's booked up, right? Is there a main event? I mean, they could do whatever they want, you know? Like, at the end of the day, they could add they could add a fight to one of these cards. And it's not like it's not going to do good business. So, But I imagine they would want to do Oliveira by himself, maybe October. 278? I don't think that has a pay-per-view. August 20th? That is a, I don't think he has a main event. I don't think he has anything. No, that's the one with Rock. Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's the one. Dude, that's the one they have with Rockhold. And, um, that could be, you know what, dude? That, if if Connor was able to come back, that's the one they would want. They would want him and, and Oliveira. But they're going to, I think that one's taking place in Salt Lake City. Oh, they can't do it. They can't do a Connor fight in Salt Lake City. That, that can't happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd rather die. So I guess he would come back at 279, which would be in like September, October. I'd fly out to Salt Lake City for the fight. Yeah, give me some money, dude. I need uh, UFC should pay for me to go out and see that fight because that that I, I would I would bring the electricity with me. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I guess at some point you're going to have to do Sterling versus somebody. Dillashaw, I guess, is what the logical next conclusion is here or option. Tyler John Dillashaw, yeah. Holloway and Volkanovski is the thing, and the, kind of that featherweight is going to get taken care of. Figueroa's sitting on his hands right now, and it's going to be Moreno and Kaikar France. Sitting on his hands because he broke his hand. I like that. I guess so. I didn't actually mean to do that, but it did work out that way. So <laughs> I, I, if I'm matchmaking, I'm doing Sterling and Dillashaw since you can't run Jan back. Have Jan fight anyone else and then hope that somebody beats uh, Sterling, so you can put Jan in a title fight. That's pretty much what I would say. Oliveira, I probably would just make the the Islam fight if I was the UFC, just because it's probably going to do good numbers. But also, Islam's like the. I really don't think he's like deserving of it. That's. I mean, I, I don't like to say that shit, but it's like you can't talk that shit and say you know. I mean, Connor's definitely not worthy of it, but like you haven't beat anyone in the top ten, and you, and maybe that's because no one wants to fight you, whatever. But you just can't. It can't. That can't be it. And I just don't like. I I told you that shit pissed me off when they were like, "We'll fight you in October." That's May. I'm like, "What? You can't do that shit." Yeah. Like in Abu Dhabi, it's like you're not the UFC. This isn't Eagle FC, pal. You know you can't be doing that shit. But lightweight, there's a lot. Like no one really has a fight made. You know, Charles doesn't. Dustin doesn't. Justin doesn't. Islam doesn't. Chandler, Daryush. Right. 
I mean, RDA finally made his physique fight. That's the first one. And then Connor, Tony, Sarukian's getting back in there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, is that against Gamrot? See, is that, is that, Gamrot and Sarukian's going to be a That's fucking banger. awesome. 11 versus 12. Hooker, who cares? And Riddell's fighting in a few weeks against stuff. So, like, the, the a lot of that is uh, available, you know? It's, yeah. it's up there for the taking. I guess we shall see. Welterweight. You know, not as much. It's kind of in a holding pattern when the champions hurt, and you got a guy like Covington who's just going to sit there. Leon's too. Chamayev just needs one more. Not even one more. He kind of could sit around and wait for the title shot, in theory. But I would like to see him fight again. I could, I could see him fighting again in the in the near, you know, future. We got Luke. Who cares? You know, Shavkat. Those guys like Shavkat. Brady, those are the two like up and comer guys. But I want to see them fight against like a, a legitimate veteran here and get tested. That that's, and even like Michelle Pereira is not, not, he's up and coming too. He's fighting next. You know, guys like Kiesa, Magni, Gatekeepers, Wonder Boy. We'll see what they got. You know, Whitaker. Michelle. Whitaker. Does he have a fight mate? Or he did have a fight mate, and they they took him out of it. I'm pretty sure. Then he get he's hurt super again. Bobby Nooks. Probably. He gets hurt every time. He gets time. hurt all the time. Cannoneer's fighting for the title. Vittori, he's there. Costa's like, there. The, the, no, 85 no. might be my least favorite division. If I had to rank, rank I just, them. I just, I, I, there's a lot of prospects I like. Other than no, that, yeah, like, pretty, I, I, would, I guess that's true. Like, I guess the bottom half of it's better than the top half, which I, that might make it my least yeah. favorite. That's not even the bottom half's fault, but it's just like if Nick you're in. Diaz. So oh, to fight yeah, I, I mean, thing. lay off the fucking that that marijuana is is a fucking hell of a drug. Apparently, I need some. I need some of that. Nah, you know he's just he's just talking shit. Like, don't come in with a beer belly next time, and I'll, maybe I'll take you seriously. That that was basically. I was so upset at how that fight went down, and how he looked. Like he just didn't take it serious. Uh, yeah. You know, like, and he just kind of came in there and got a quick payday. It's just. I, when I watch you fight, I want you to be like, I want, if I'm paying the money, I want you to take it seriously somewhat. Didn't seem like he gave a shit about what was going on. I mean, obviously, we came there to fight, but you know, moving the the weight like the week of the fight and saying oh, we're basically fighting at 85 now and just not looking good uh, is a big uh, thing. You know, slowing down. He, his boxing looked crisp, like he was landing body shots, and he look he looked like. He looked like there's still stuff there, but it just didn't look like he like cared whether he won or lost. He was just kind of there to fight. And that's, that's not enough for me, man. Uh, yeah, no Weidman. Uh, 205 is going to be open by the end of this year, unless Prohoshka well, wins. And then I mean, Johnny Walker. It's going to be probably Prohoshka and uh, Blahovich is ideally what they'll do next. Um, we got to get Johnny Walker a title shot. Yeah, I hope you know what I hope Prohoshka when he wins the title or if he wins the title he becomes like an, a real active champion and he just like takes on everyone that like is even close to his him in ranking like let's like let's go dude you want you want some Paul Craig let's fight for the title you want some Anthony yeah. Smith and Goliath like let, let's get it dude that, that's what I'm hoping I, I want I'm excited to see uh, Jamal Hill August 6th against Tiago Santos that'll be awesome. That really, that I, truly yeah. will. He should be able to put him out. He's old now. Tiago Santos is. Santos can Jamal take a punch Hill. though, man. And, yeah. he, can, and he packs but one. Jamal Hill, bigger, better athlete. Hit, I don't know if he hits harder naturally, but he definitely, you know, he hits hard and he's got some elite finishing ability. Also, way quicker. So hopefully, he gets that done. and He gets a top five fight. <clears throat> Maybe like 
Rakic, when Rakic is back, let's say Jamal Hill beats Tiago, and then by the end of the year, Rakic is back, or the beginning of 2023, that'd be a good fight for, uh, you know, whoever else is hanging around, Jan, something. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, who knows when we'll see Rakic again, probably a year at least. And, um, yeah. Anthony Smith and Goliath is a uh, kind of a title eliminator, which is good for either guy. You get, get to at least know where you stand. Heavyweights in a holding pattern as well. They 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 have not made an interim title yet, if I'm not mistaken, right? I don't but know what's going it, on. It's with coming now. Three. It, it's definitely Steve coming. and John, I guess, is gonna is gonna happen uh, in August or Cyril September. Serial gone and Ty Toivasa. With that, we got you know, Derek Lewis fighting Pavlovich for some reason. Um, yeah. Aspinall's making a move. Uh, Aspinall's fighting Blades, move. right? Yeah, he's trying to make his uh, his title run. Volkov Rosie uh, next you know, week. Francis is sitting on his butt. Stipe's sitting on his butt. John Jones is, I don't know what he's putting up his butt. Uh, Chris yeah, Dawkins really been else. knocked out twice in a row, still chilling at nine. <laughs> I don't really like any of these, like, you know, like, what outside the top five, is there any heavyweights you like? Like Aspinall. Uh, it's yes, basically just, top five, yeah. yeah, it's like uh, right there, even if you moved him in ahead of Derek Lewis, because I don't care for Derek Lewis anymore. Uh, if it was, I would say Aspinall, Blades, Tuivasa, Stipe, Cyril, and I guess you can count on John Jones. That's the only other one I, I care about. I mean, Romanov's 13, he's coming, which he, he fucking smashed. He's smashed everyone so far. I mean, he did fight just Chase Sherman, I think. So let's not, you know, I'm not getting too ahead of myself. Okay, who's who's worse, Shea Sherman, Harry Hunsucker, or Alan Badeau? I think Alan Badeau is one of the worst fighters I've ever seen in, in the UFC. He did lose. He did lose a pretty unanimous decision to Parker Porter, which is impressive. Yeah, exactly. And Parker Porter was close to that list that you were making. You thought about it, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to put that dude uh, Jarges Daniel Daniel. Remember that dude? Oh boy, yeah, he was a problem as well. I don't know. Or your boy uh, Taffa, but yeah, I don't. I don't like anybody heavyweight, man. It's pretty, pretty gross. Women's strawweight. Joel Almeida. God, I'm sorry. He's gonna have to stay there, man. Joel Almeida's gonna have to stay there. Further research has concluded. Joel Almeida might now. be a top ten fighter in the, in the heavyweights right now. I mean, sure as hell as Marcin Tybora. You know, there's a lot of like, firing. yeah. I mean, can he handle the the beef of Augusto Sakai? I guess we shall see, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> Sakai uh, beef. Sakai beef. Uh, yeah. Not to be confused with Kobe beef. Rose Namajunas, Zhang Weili. These are some of the people that are in the top of the women's strawweight division. I imagine it's going to be Joanna and uh, Weili winner is going to fight for the title next. Maybe put, uh, like we told you, Marina and Rose Namajunas is the fight to make. And then Mackenzie's going to have to kind of wait on the loser of one of these two. Maybe she could get a fight with Weili after this. You know, something like that. But I'm... Uh, I, this division sucks. It's quickly gone down yeah. the tubes. It's not much. I mean, listen, Tatiana Suarez was the brightest, you know, contender, and she's she's all fucked up. Yeah, she's still banged uh, up, man. I like I like what Luana Pinera can do, but she's got to work on some things. Um, she's good at flopping, so that that's gonna work in her favor. Lupi Lupita Godinez. Hey, man, we you know, there's, there's not much. I'm trying to I'm trying to see you know see what we got. I don't see many like young and up and comers that. No, really, really give me title aspirations. Amanda Lemos, maybe, but you know Jessica Andrade ran through her pretty, uh, pretty easily. So I don't know, man. I, I mean, Sam Hughes, dude, I'm telling you, she wins a couple more. She's 
just an easy path. You may match her up with like fucking Vanessa Demopoulos or you give her like Jinyu Frey, maybe. Uh, maybe give her Nina Nunez. Like she can make some room. She can make some, she can make a move. Yeah. Uh, 15's weak. Snoozing oh, right now, dude. I'm sorry, I had to wake up right <laughs> now. Shevchenko. Uh, Shevchenko's fighting Talia Santos. Uh, this division's another one. Uh, Chukagian. Yeah, I mean, at least you have some, you know, Manon Firo, Alexa Grasso. Chukagian beats Manon Firo. She gets the title shot, right? That's She gross. has to, yeah, though, she's, right? It's not happening. Alexa Grasso. I'm not going to let it happen in France. She's going to beat her, dude. Maria Morose has taken a break from OnlyFans and said, I'm making a title push. So, so if she can put out the Sarge, she, she might get a top 10 fight. Jesus. <laughs> Casey O'Neill's going to get blast. slept soon, too. I best believe, on God, she's going to sleep soon. <laughs> listen, if she wants to take me to sleep, listen. What do you think about Catlin Vieira saying she's going to wait around for a title shot? <laughs> If she if she has that much patience to wait that long for a title shot, then you know more power to her. But that's gonna be a long fucking time. I really think they're gonna run Shevchenko versus the bantamweight champion next. After after these two fights, I mean she beats either of them because you look at twenty five. She beat Chukagian. She beat Murphy. She beat she did beat Andrade. Yeah, she smoked her. She would have beaten Santos, and the next one is Alexa Grasso, which. I, I mean, think they're going to give her Manon Firo. Yeah, it, I mean, God forbid. She'll get. Let's just say, okay, let's 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 look in the future a little bit. She beats Santos. She beats Firo. Let's say maybe at the end of the year or the beginning of next year, and then by this certain time, Nunez had beaten Pena, and they're both left with no one, literally no one else to fight. Does the UFC? Does Dana White still say, we're not doing this fight? We've seen it twice. Does he keep saying that? There's no way, right? No. Like, if if we're looking at Valentina, her next title shot being either a rematch against Chuk when she mauled her, Lauren Murphy. Wait, did she ever fight Lauren Murphy or no? She did. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. You know? She killed her. She smoked her. Tyler Santos, another rematch. Uh, another rematch of Manon Firo. Or do you say, you know what, maybe let's give Alexa Grasso a chance. Like, you know. Or, it's kind of what they did with know, Talia maybe- Santos this time. Maybe we can give Viviane or Araujo a chance. Hey, maybe, uh, you know, Macy Barber's ready. Like, uh, you know. Uh, we'll see what can happen. Now you're, you're trending in dangerous territory right there when you start mentioning the Macy Barbers of the world. That, that's <laughs> malpractice. I mean, maybe Aaron Blanchard will be ready by then, but she needs like another year or two. You know? I would do, if I was the UFC, I would after this win uh, of both of these, whoever, honestly, the Bantamweight, it could be either one. Because Amanda Nunes is cooked if she loses this fight. She that's yeah. just you know party over. That's she can go fight. Of, she can go fight Norma Dumont for the forty five title. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would do. I would do Shevchenko and Pena. But I understand from the UFC standpoint they could try to build Pena up then. But if it's Nunes, I feel like then Nunes has no one to fight. I mean, I guess Ketlin Vieira. You could run that at the end of the year, but. I, maybe the latest I would do the Shevchenko I fight mean, is by next year. By next year, Shevchenko has to move up because she's smoked everyone else. She might have one to two more fights left in this 25 division for now before she has to go up and test herself at 35. It's just funny. At Bantamweight, 
everybody besides Pena and Nunez in the UFC are eleven and five, six and four, four and three, six and two, four and three, seven, six, five and three. <laughs> it's just a pattern going down the list. None of them are good enough to like do anything. Like, I mean, who's who, who would be next? Yana Kunitskaya, she keeps winning fights, or I mean, uh, uh, Renee Aldana, she lost to Holly Holm. <laughs> yeah, it's just, just I don't even think she fights at one forty-five or one thirty. No, she does. Um, uh, Stephanie Egger, she went. She's on a two-fight. We got to look at girls on win streaks. Uh, Josiah Nunes. <laughs> Give me Josiah Nunes in uh, there, Stephanie. dude. She's a savage. Get little Nunes against big Nunes. Come on, uh, fuck Stephanie yeah, Egger, dude. She's fighting Myra Buena Silva soon. That's Lena Landsberg. Oh Penny Kianzad. Let's get some fucking action going on in here, man. Come on. Um, Aspen Ladd fighting for the title. Bring back Ronda. Where's Veronica Macedo? Dude, what about... um? Wu Yanan. Uh, what was the girl who came out of retirement and got absolutely smashed? <laughs> I always oh. forget that girl's name, dude. That was fucking incredible. Comes off like a five-year layoff, and they just fed her to somebody. She got murdered. Yeah, it wasn't that far Man. back, but I am not going to spend the time looking for it, though, because that, that will take me a couple minutes. But, ladies and gentlemen, that's probably it for us here at the Hot Take Hot Box Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Thank you for joining us here on the Slow Week. Hope we uh, entertained you and you enjoyed the episode. We'll be having a sports episode coming out relatively soon. Uh, me and Ty are going to run it back right now and do it again. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and see you next week. Peace.